0: Season's greetings to all you geeks and geekettes. It's December, as of the making of this episode, which means it's Christmas time once again. Which is always a great time for me. Not just for spending time with my friends and family, but for the amount of movies and holiday specials I can binge watch for 25 days straight, or 30 if I start after Thanksgiving. (laughs) Last year, or season to be more accurate, I did a Christmas episode listing my favorite Witcher-themed levels in video games, which I recommend checking out because you'll get to hear some rather bizarre choices. (laughs) Then I thought to myself, why not make this into an annual thing? This year, I'm going to be talking about something that's a bit more catered towards the holiday season. Which Nickelodeon shows had the best Christmas specials? As you know, Nickelodeon was one of the main channels I watched growing up alongside Disney Channel and Cartoon Network. Personally, I still think Cartoon Network had the better shows, but go listen to our Season 3 debut episode and find out why, because I'll be going way off topic. (laughs) Granted, I was going to make this episode be about my top 10 favorite Christmas specials from Cartoon Network, but I figured, why not show some love to Nickelodeon this time, because I feel like I talk about Cartoon Network a lot on this podcast, and Disney to an extent. Besides, there's always next year. Anyway, in celebration of this holiday, I'll be going over my top 10 favorite Christmas specials from Nickelodeon. These episodes will be judged based on story, humor, and how they reflect Christmas as a whole and I'm only sticking to one episode per show. I'm aware that shows like Spongebob and The Fairly OddParents had more than one Christmas episode slash special, so I'm trying to keep things fair and consistent. And to change things up, I'll be including episodes from their live-action sitcoms as well, because some of them were just as enjoyable as the animated ones. As usual, everything I say is just my opinion, so if you disagree with me in any way, that's fine. I'm Eric from Geeks Crossing, and this is my top 10 favorite Christmas specials from Nickelodeon. Number 10 Waitside Christmas from Waitside School. What do you know, the list just started and already I picked a show that people either forgot or never heard of. But in all seriousness, Waitside School is a very underrated show in my opinion. And its Christmas episode happens to be one of my favorites. It's Christmas time at Waitside School and the students at Mrs. Jules' class exchange gifts to each other for Secret Santa. Except for Myron, who gave himself two gifts instead of giving one to his assigned classmate, BB. If you watch the show, then you will know that Myron is infamous for acting shallow and self-centered and it's even worse that he acts this way during Christmas. So yeah, it's no wonder why people hate him. But that doesn't mean the episode isn't enjoyable. The whole Secret Santa game reminded me when I did that in the fourth grade. And it was funny to see Myron go through a Christmas Carol-like adventure, even though he was being overdramatic as always. At least this helped Myron learn his lesson about being selfish, and that we should all be thinking about others, especially during Christmas. Of course, in the show's typical fashion, Myron can only learn his lesson for so long. In the end, Waitside School is still kind of forgettable, but at least it had a good Christmas episode. Number 9, iChristmas from iCarly. And I'm talking about the real iCarly, not the shitty reboot that no one asked for. If you want to hear me rant about it even more, I suggest listening to the episode where Nick and I reviewed his first season. Shout out to Nick. Love you, buddy. Anyway, after Spencer accidentally ruined the Christmas presents, Carly wishes that Spencer could have been born normal. Suddenly, her guardian angel, Mitch, takes her to an alternate reality where it turns out Spencer being normal isn't nearly as grand as Carly hoped. If it wasn't obvious already, this episode is a parody to It's a Wonderful Life, one of the most iconic Christmas movies of all time, and I think they did a solid job replicating it, especially all the horrors that Carly experiences with having a normal brother. Such as Spencer having a full-time job and being engaged to Mrs. Benson, Freddie is stuck with having a very bitchy girlfriend and was never Carly's friend. Same thing goes for Sam, who instead is stuck in juvie Curtis is Spencer. And worst of all, Neville Papperman is Carly's boyfriend. Yeah, the horror speaks for itself. At least this helped Carly learn that you should be grateful for what you have, which is something we can all relate to. This episode also had some relatively funny moments, like during their Christmas web show in the beginning where viewers got to vote on which costume Freddy should wear, but instead of Santa Claus or a Christmas tree or whatever, they voted for a flashlight costume, which I thought was humorous. Or when Carly confronts Sam and Julie, where we find out Sam's mom has a tattoo of a foot on her foot, of course, and the punchline about Mitch receiving his wings, which turn out to be chicken wings. Overall, it's a solid Christmas episode, and I'm terrified for what the reboot has in store when it eventually does a Christmas episode. Number eight, Rocco's Modern Christmas from Rocco's Modern Life. It wouldn't be a Nickelodeon themed episode if I didn't mention Rocco's Modern Life at least once. It's Christmas in O-Town, and Rocco decides to host a Christmas party, even inviting a family of elves who moved into his neighborhood. However, when Ed Bighead finds out elves will be attending the party, he begins to spread rumors about them which jeopardizes Rocco's party. You'd think around Christmas time he'd be a little bit nicer Rocco. But no, he's still the same asshole we know and love, though I'm not afraid to admit he reached an all-time low in this one. It's even worse when you realize how easily Rocco's friends fall for all the stupid shit he was saying, rather than think about Rocco. At least the humor made this episode more enjoyable, like in the beginning where Filbert and Heifer tried selling Christmas trees, or when an anthropomorphic cloud tried making it snow throughout the episode, or even when the little elf that Rocco saved smashed Big Head's kneecap with a hammer. That was ultimate payback for all the rumors he spread, which corresponds to the episode's themes. Don't let rumors and any stories keep you away from celebrating the holidays with those you love. Obviously, the humor is what saves this episode for the most part, but I still enjoy it nonetheless. Number 7. Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh, from Drake and Josh. Okay, technically I'm cheating with this one because it's not really an episode of Drake and Josh. Instead, a reunion special slash TV movie. But hey, it's still a Christmas special so it counts. Drake unintentionally makes a Christmas promise to a little girl, but when him and Josh get in legal trouble, they have to fulfill that promise to ensure that she and her foster family have the best Christmas ever, or else they'll be sent back to jail. It's the same Drake and Josh shenanigans but in a Christmas setting, and I love it. However, I do have my reasons for why I can't break it higher. First off, the show once again proves to have the dumbest form of law enforcement, because Josh is once again arrested for something he didn't do, and Drake ends up making it worse when he tries to break him out. Audrey and Walter leaving their kids so they can go on vacation during Christmas was kinda dickish of them, and the reason behind Officer Gilbert's hatred towards Christmas is so ridiculous that the movie expects you to take it seriously. But I'll tell you another thing they take seriously, the humor. It wouldn't be Drake and Josh without any comedic moments, and thank god there's plenty of them to make up for the negatives. This includes, but not limited to, Josh trying to celebrate Christmas the old-fashioned way but keeps failing. Audrey and Walter having a miserable time during their vacation. Let's be honest, they deserved it. Or Crazy Steve dating a woodchipper named Sally. Bro, I wish I was making this shit up. Also, the emotions each character has feels more genuine than they were in the actual show. And it works because it's Christmas. Especially when Mary Alice and her foster family decide to host a huge Christmas party for Drake and Josh, showing that spare to spread joy to others, and also Drake and Josh accidentally destroyed their neighborhood while trying to create snow. Typical. Overall, Merry Christmas Drake and Josh is still enjoyable and a nice way to wrap up the series as a whole. Number six, The Fright Before Christmas from Danny Phantom. Another show that I feel like people barely talk about these days. I mean, it was definitely something for its time, especially its Christmas episode. In this one, Danny can't seem to get into the Christmas spirit, and while venturing through the ghost zone, he accidentally destroys the Ghost Rider's latest poem. As revenge, anything he writes down in his new poem will affect Danny until he learns his lesson. As you can probably tell, in this episode more or less parodies as both us a night before Christmas and a Christmas carol, except it's chock full of that Danny phantom action we know and love, from the rhyming and even the morals which I'll get to later. But I feel like the reason behind Danny's hatred towards Christmas could have been handled more seriously instead of being played for laughs. Thankfully, the rest of the episode makes up for it. Easily, the best part of the episode was seeing Danny team up with nearly all of his ghost foes from Season 1 to defeat the Ghost Rider, such as the Box Ghost, Ember, Scholar, etc. Because according to the principles of the Ghost Zone, every ghost has a truce around Christmas, and they take that shit seriously when they help Danny bring Christmas back to Amity Park when all seemed lost. In terms of morals, Danny learns that you shouldn't let your negativity ruin someone else's Christmas, and that everyone celebrates in the way they're choosing. Even the Ghost Rider learns the hard way of what happens when a ghost breaks the Christmas truce. <laughs> Overall, it's a solid episode that almost made its way to the top 5. Number 5, The Santa Experience from Rugrats. Much like with iCarly, I'm referring to the ORIGINAL Rugrats. That shitty CGI reboot doesn't exist. Don't say I acknowledge it, it doesn't exist! Anyway, after another one of Angelica's pranks goes according to plan, she tries to fix her mistake out of fear that Santa will give her a lump of coal. Meanwhile, Chucky reveals to be afraid of Santa, so he and Tommy devise a plan to catch Santa to see if he's good or bad. I feel like out of all the babies, Angelica feels the most relatable in this one. Because let's be honest, how many of us acted naughty or did something cruel around Christmas, then you desperately tried to make up for it out of fear that Santa will give you coal? Which led to a few humorous moments here and there. Like Angelica having a nightmare where Santa bombards her with piles of coal. Or when she tries to explain the history of Christmas to Phil and Lou, which involves Pilgrims and the Easter Bunny, Hey, it's more interesting than what I heard in history class. As for the side plot with Chucky, it's not bad, but nothing too special either. It's just another one of those moments where Chucky's being overdramatic as always. But I did enjoy the part involving Chaz dressing up as Santa for the kids, which of course, failed. Thankfully, another Santa showed up to give the babies their presents and cure Chucky's phobia. I also like the little hints at the end where it turns out they met the real Santa Claus and not some pathetic actor that Drew hired. Overall, it's a cute episode and it shows that sharing your gifts and owning up to your mistakes is what makes Christmas more enjoyable. Number 4, Holly Jolly Jimmy from The Adventures of Jimmy Neutron. For the longest time, I've been meaning to do an episode about Jimmy Neutron, but hey, now's as good as time as any I suppose. It's Christmas time at Retroville, and Jimmy tries to prove to everyone that Santa Claus doesn't exist, but when he and his friends venture to the North Pole, Jimmy's invention accidentally caused Santa to have his quote-unquote, atom scrambled. Now he and his friends must deliver the presents before morning, I should probably start by explaining why people dislike this episode. Jimmy's incompetence. We all know that Jimmy is a man of science, or boy of science in this case, so obviously he doesn't believe in Santa, but even when there's clear evidence that there is a Santa, he's still in denial. Thankfully, this episode had a lot more good parts to balance it out. For example, the song Miss Fowl and her students sang in the beginning was pretty catchy. Cindy and Libby gain cold when they publicly humiliate Jimmy, and that was payback for all the shit they caused in earlier episodes. But let's be real, the best part of this episode was when Hugh tried inventing his own holiday as a substitute for Christmas called Pule, where people receive pies instead of presents. If you're nice, you get either apple or cherry, but if you're naughty, you get mints. Of course, nobody could get into the Pule spirit. Doesn't help that in the first house Hugh visited, he in through the window instead of knocking on the door like a normal person. It's so ridiculous but fucking hilarious at the same time. Plus, you gotta give Hugh credit for trying to spread joy in a very Hugh way. I also like how Santa Claus in the show uses both magic and science to deliver his presents, not to mention being voiced by the legendary Mel Brooks. In terms of themes, Jimmy learns that it doesn't matter if Santa is real or not, as long as you believe you'll be happy during Christmas, and that's something we should all learn from, or Hugh will banish you to a shower realm like he did with Jimbo. <laughs> Number 3. Christmas Every Day from the Fairly Odd Parents Every time I think about the Fairly Odd Parents, I think about the many times they try keeping the show alive before finally pulling the plug. But let's go all the way back to a more simpler time, back when the show was still watchable and it only focused on Timmy, Cosmo, and Wanda. That means no Poof, Foop, Sparky, or fucking Chloe for that matter. This was fairly apparent at its humble beginning. In this one, Timmy wishes it could be Christmas every day to spend time with his friends and family. However, this soon caused chaos among people, and other holiday icons decide to hunt down Santa out of jealousy. With his fairies held hostage, Timmy must find his way to North Pole and save Santa before it's too late. This episode easily earns a spot in the top three for the following reasons. First off, the humor. Even though this was still early, fairly apparent, there are moments in this episode that still make me laugh my ass off, such as Timmy's dad being obsessed with eggnog, the citizens of Dim'sdale going insane when it's still Christmas, even using Timmy's dad as a batty ramp to get into the supermarkets, the other holiday icons trying to come up with a new holiday called Hollow New Easter Wiener Time Day. Damn, I'm surprised I even remembered that. <laughs> but I have to give Timmy a lot of credit during this episode. He really showed how versatile he is by finding his own way to the North Pole without the help from his fairies. It's a shame we never see Timmy act this way in future seasons. Although, the biggest takeaway I got from this special was his message. As much as we love Christmas, it's better off only happening once a year. And for this show, it works because people need to go back to their normal lives eventually. And the fairies need their magic too so they can go back to their normal lives. For those reasons, I had to put this episode in the top 3. But what do I think about Wishmas and the second live-action TV movie starring Drake Bell? Well, I thought the Wishmas episode was alright. It had its moments for sure, but its forced humor and continuity error makes it unwatchable at times. As for the latter? Uh, yeah. Don't watch it. Just don't. Number 2. Christmas Who? From SpongeBob SquarePants. Come on, people. You had to see this one coming. After learning about Christmas from Sandy, SpongeBob tries to spread the spirit of Christmas all throughout Bikini Bottom. But the only one who can't seem to get into the Christmas fiasco is Squidward naturally. What's interesting about this episode is that no one in Bikini Bottom has ever heard of Christmas until Sandy moved in. Obviously, she's from the surface, so anything that's coming from her world is new to the Bikini Bottom, which made SpongeBob's celebration all the more wholesome, including singing a very catchy musical number, and he couldn't but feel bad for SpongeBob when he unintentionally pissed off the citizens when Santa Claus didn't arrive, not to mention Squidward's taunting only making the situation a lot worse. Now that I think about it, I'm surprised Sandy didn't have a bigger role in this special, After all, it was her that told Spongebob about Christmas, so the citizens would've went after Sandy for making Spongebob waste their time. Then again, having that sort of conflict would've undermined Squidward's development, because for once he feels bad for tormenting Spongebob, so he made up for it by dressing up as Santa and spreading joy, and by that I mean literally giving away every fucking thing in his house just to keep up his facade, but this corresponds to the theme of spreading joy to make those around you happy, and the fact that it came from Squidward of all people makes it worthwhile, as much as he hated the idea. Throw in a couple of live action segments with Patchy, Patrick asking Santa for another piece of paper, and a realistic Santa Claus showing up to thank Squidward, and you have yourselves a Nickelodeon Christmas classic. Oh yeah, can't forget about It's a SpongeBob Christmas. I'll admit, the stop motion was pretty good, and it was impressive how they got John Goodman to voice Santa Claus. However, it doesn't match the same charm and appeal that Christmas Who established, but it's still good if you want to watch more SpongeBob this holiday season. But I know what you guys are really thinking about. What show or Christmas special in this case could possibly top Spongebob, which we all know is Nickelodeon's Magna Opus or current cash cow? Well, here's what I got. Number 1. Arnold's Christmas from Hey Arnold. Yes, my favorite Nickelodeon Christmas special is Arnold's Christmas from Hey Arnold. This shouldn't be a surprise to anyone because Hey Arnold was one of the greatest shows Nickelodeon has ever made. Sure, it's not on the same level as Spongebob, but it's definitely top 5 material, at least for me. And I think this show tops Spongebob when it comes to delivering a Christmas episode. It's Christmas time in Hillwood, and Arnold is taxed with finding Mr. Wynn, a present for the boarding house of Secret Santa. When he learns that Mr. Wynn had to give up his daughter Mai around Christmas time many years ago, he and Gerald tried to find Mai so she could reunite with her father, knowing it would be the perfect gift he can give him. Speaking of which, we also get a side story where Helga keeps trying to find the perfect gift for Arnold, only to fail at every store she visited. As far as I'm concerned, This has to be one of, if not the most emotionally driven episode the show has ever aired. Especially when you look at Mr. Wynn's backstory. Giving up his daughter during the Vietnam War and not being able to find her once he moved to America is very depressing. Definitely adds more layers to Mr. Wynn's character. And you can't help but feel bad for Arnold when all seemed lost from his search. Once again showing that he cares more about other people's happiness than his own. The reunion between Mr. Wynn and his daughter is so heartwarming to watch that I nearly tear up every time I watch it. This is all thanks to Helga, who gave up her own happiness to make Arnold's wish come true. In this case, giving up her new fancy snow boots to convince Mr. Bailey to find any information on mine. taking selflessly to make those around you happy is how we should all act on Christmas. Granted, other shows I mentioned, like Spongebob or whatever, have similar themes in their respective specials. But hey Arnold, nails it in my opinion. Arnold's Christmas may not be as humorous compared to other specials I mentioned, but it's a terrific and genuinely heartwarming episode, and I highly recommend watching it if you haven't already. Pretty solid list if I do say so myself. Of course, not everyone's going to agree with how I rank these episodes. I know there's plenty of Christmas specials that I'm sure you wish I would've included. But that's okay. I'm just happy I got to rewatch these specials and appreciate them on a whole new level. But who knows what will happen when I eventually talk about Disney or Cartoon Network Christmas specials. Until then, thank you for listening. What are some of your favorite Nickelodeon Christmas specials you love watching? You can share them on our Discord server. A link will be provided as always along with the link to our Instagram page at Geeks Crossing. Continue to support us on all fable platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Amazon Music and Audible, or even iHeartRadio. Also, check out Nick and Keith over at Twitch at CryptoLock Games and Nuclear Bacons, respectively, and Carabyte featuring Tyler, our continuously muted host. Tyler, you better get a new mic for Christmas. <laughs> Happy Holidays and Merry Geekness!